Welcome back to the third episode of the Honest to God Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Darian Calloway, here with my grandmother, Margaret Mina. Uh, today will be a continuation of our last episode of Dangerous Times. So this will be Dangerous Times Part 2. Um, my grandmother's going to be reading a little bit out of, of Matthew 24. And then we're, we'll probably have some open discussion um, just about a few different things in our generation and what I think. We think y'all kind of, you know, y'all like to hear that um, a little bit more. So we'll get we'll get into the Bible verse. You can go ahead and read. Hello, everyone, all of God's people. I just want to read a few things, you know, about um, the last days and the times we in are here. And just to show the parallel of it, that's it. And knowing that Jesus said it, he said in um, Matthew 24, and I'm going to start with uh, 3B. And it says, tell us when this destruction of the temple take place and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end completion, consumption, consummation of the age. Jesus answered, be careful that no one misleads you, deceiving you and leading you into error. For many will come in my name, misusing it and appropriating it the strength of the name which belongs to me, saying, I am the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, and they will mislead many. And you will continually hear of, of the wars, rumors of wars, and see that you're not frightened, for those things must take place. But that is not yet the end of the age. For nation will rise against nation, which is, you know, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Satan, and the kingdoms will uh, will bring famines and earthquakes and the, the various places. And all these things are merely the beginning of birth and pains, which intolerable anguish and the time of unprecedented troubles come. Then they will hand you over to endure tribulation and you will be put to death because you will not take on the um, 666, the mark of, of Satan, the mark of the beast, and you will be hated for it, hated by all nations because of my name. And that time, many will be offended and repelled by their association with me. They will be appalled and repelled by the association of me. You know, the fact that we love God and we are in fellowship with him and will fall away from one whom they should trust and will betray one another, handed over believers to the, pers to the persecutors and will hate one another. Many false prophets will appear and mislead people. Because of the lawlessness, which means because of lack of knowing the Bible, increase, increase the love of most people will grow cold. But the one who endures and bears up under suffering to the end will be saved. This good news of the kingdom, the gospel, will be preached throughout the world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end of the age 
will come. And I'm going to go over to 29. Immediately after tribulation of those days, the sun will darken, which is the blood moons. And the moon will not provide its light. And the stars will fall from the sky. And the powers of heaven will be shaken. And at that time, the sign of the Son of Man coming in his glory will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth, and especially Israel, will mourn regretting their rebellion and rejection of the Messiah. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great authority. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet and they will gather together his elected people, God's chosen ones, from the four winds, from one end of the heaven to the other end of the heaven. And this is what is going to happen in the last days, which we are living in today. And uh, we are talking about that today and kind of discussing some things about that because um, this is what Jesus said. It's not what um, Daniel said and or um, Paul said. It's what Jesus said to the people. He let them know how it was going to be. And we there. We're there. Yeah, and I, it's, it's funny because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, they were they was scared by scary movies. And, and all that stuff. My grandma was reading me his stuff when I was like twelve years old. Boy, I was I was scared to death. <laughs> hey, I was scared to death. I'm talking about I be sleeping something. All I hear is a loud boom. I don't thank God coming back. I'm looking in the sky. I'm, hey, I was I was so scared. It don't make no sense. But it, um, I think um, as far as what I think about it is, I think a lot of people think this stuff that's going to happen at the end is going to be a secret. Like they're going to secretly implant you with a chip and they're going to do it. No, all it, I think all of this is going to be straightforward. It's literally going to be, um, you're going to be able to know that, that this stuff is happening. There's Mm going to be some person or something that's going to be blatantly in the open, Mm -hmm. um, claiming to be this Messiah or Mm -hmm. whatever this person, Mm -hmm. person is. That's right. Things is going to go back to like old ancient times and he's going to be some kind of ruler or whatever. And you're going to have the literal choice of getting this mark or not getting this mark. It's going to be up front. So you're not it's not going I don't think it's going to be a tricking. It's going to be a you're going to have to choose what, you know, want to do. You're exactly. either going to follow him. Or you're gonna be wise and not follow him, but it but but it takes a, a understanding of you know the Bible and and God, and you have to get that so that you don't you know fall into the trap of all right maybe this man is who he mm-hmm. you know who he's saying he is because he can do this and he can do that. Mm-hmm. No, learn do your own research. I I recommend that on on anything. Always do your own research, especially when it comes to godly things and spiritual things it's a lot of wrong teachings out there it's a lot of um people teaching the wrong things and i think a lot of the world is already being swindled into thinking certain things Mm -hmm. about being a christian and that's why um a lot of my generation are not going to church Mm -hmm. um anymore they don't a lot of them don't even believe god is real 
and and all this because you know they was forced when they were young to go to mm-hmm. church and they seen a bunch of fake mm-hmm. fake Christians. I mean, that's what it boils down to. They seen a lot of fake Christians. They seen fake church. They seen people, um, you know, being being fake in the house of God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of my generation is are not people that are not churchgoers. They seen too many false Christians. Right. And now they they don't it's think true. real Christians exist. Exactly. So um, you know, it's it's repelling a, a lot of people. You know, I've I've seen the real. I got the real in my life. So mm-hmm. that's why it's easy for me. Yeah. To um. You know, to be a Christian, to love God, to know He's real. I felt Him, felt His presence. Um, I've been around people that have been changed and freed from things. I've mm-hmm. just, to me, I mean, it makes no sense for me not to believe in Christ. You know, I, I've just seen and been through too much, yeah, um, firsthand. And I know a lot of people haven't mm-hmm. had that um, chance to to witness the things that I've seen and have the people in in my life that. Mm-hmm that I have that, um, that'll let you know, Hey, Christ is real. Mm-hmm. There are real Christians that aren't just out here judging and going to church mm-hmm. and then leaving church and then judging and, mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, um, you know, they don't, I don't know. It's, it's a lot that I can go into about how people are today. That is, it's really repelling, especially my generation, mm-hmm. but you know, older, the older people are okay with coming to church mm-hmm. to say, Hey, I went to church mm-hmm. and my generation, they don't care about that right. anymore. You know, they don't, they don't care to go to church and say, Hey, I went to, I went to church or whatever. Right. No, it's, they know there's fake people in there. They don't believe in, in certain things because they seen it firsthand. They've been hurt by people in right. the church. Right. Um, things just traumatizing things have been done from people who claim, to be a Christian because it's, you know, it's the number one religion in the world. Uh-huh. Everybody claims to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. So you got these people claiming, Hey, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm doing this and molesting kids. Mm-hmm. And Hey, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian and raping mm-hmm. people. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian and hating somebody yeah. because, you know, cause of things like, um, so-and-so chooses to be gay. Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm right. supposed to hate you. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah. You hate sin. Mm-hmm. You don't hate people. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. But well, one of the things that I, uh, love is we decided that we was not going to do the fake because we already had done the fake. Mm-hmm. We knew the fake. And um, we taught you, if you do this, this will happen, and it did. And so you had the opportunity to see for yourself the truth because we said this Bible works. And what I love about what I just read is he told us what was going to happen. And it's going to happen, and it's happening. So it, it's not really something that you can wiggle and say, well, that ain't true, but we're looking at it every day. We're getting up every day, walk, turning on the news, and we're seeing exactly what God said was going to happen. You know, And one of the things that I have a problem with is they say that, the, that um, people in the church hurt them, people in the church is fake, but so are the people in the clubs. You know, they cuss you out, put guns up to your head, and you still all right with them. You know, so why, you know, on your job, your supervisor, he's mean to you, you know, but they, you don't choose not to go to work. You know, um, uh, family members, you know, your husband, your wife, they do your bed, and you don't choose to get a divorce. So the thing that we have to understand is when you decide to say, I'm not going to church because they, 
because they, 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 and they. Well, it's not a, a real statement. What it is is you being a person that listens to the, the enemy, you know. And one thing that I love the most is how we, our family, come together, you know, in love and unity, and we learn together. You know, we taught our children early, taught you early, but we learned together and we had the opportunity to have services at home. You've seen us, you know, um, praying at home and crying at home. And, you know, we didn't wait till we got to the building. And you saw us, you know, gather together and things would happen. We would come together in agreement and pray and we watch God move. So the reason why you are, the way you are is because you had the opportunity to see for yourself. We didn't just dictate something to you and tell you this, but you've had the opportunity to experience at an early age God. And um, I'm a pastor, but I'm also a grandmother and a mother, you know, a sister and an auntie. So I'm, I'm family. Family was always first for me. Family was always uh, important. So the best thing was for us was to get um, the salvation that was real because we'd already done it not real. And so when you've experienced the bad, then try to experience what was good because that's the best part about anything. You know, you don't stop doing something because you had a bad experience. You know, you keep going and trying it until you get it and you see for yourself. Never um, go by what you see because everybody's not in there for the real deal. Some people are, are there to say they went, but there are people who really want the real deal so that they can experience God and experience it enough to, to be able to tell their generations because God breaks curses. You know, he brings deliverance from di different things. He don't just go to the building, people stop drinking, you know, they stop uh, going to the club, they stop um, um, doing drugs, you know, you got people that's broken generational curses and bloodline curses, so it's not, uh, church is not just going to a building, church is about experiencing God, that's the key, it's not just going to a building, it's about experiencing God. Yeah, and um, I mean it's. I think, like you said, I I didn't think about that, but it it is easy to, um, you know, to go into church, get hurt, and leave, and say, hey, these people were supposed to be, mm -hmm. you know, these people are supposed to be nice people, which you are supposed to be, um, but that's why you have to, you know, it's being yeah, being right, right, it's because it's your it's your own personal journey mm -hmm. at the end of the day, right. um, and if you really want it, you know. Go and find God by, you know, for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't, you really can't depend on a, on a lot of people. You know, God, once you find him for yourself, then he'll, I think he'll lead you mm -hmm. to, to, yeah, you. and then mm -hmm. he'll lead you to the people that you need to be around in the, in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, or whatever. So, yeah. yep. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a sensitive topic when yeah. it comes to my generation because, I think um, my generation is down anyway, and down anyway. I just feel like there's super sensitive um, when it comes to 
the church and stuff. At at the end of the day, the church is the way I look at it. It's like a hospital, you know. Mm-hmm. When you for go to a, right for the soul, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like people expect it to be all right. This is where everybody's perfect. Everybody's this way. No, you go to the hospital. What are you gonna see? Sick people, mm-hmm. people yeah. that are not right. Yeah, I mean. People are supposed to be in church and get delivered, mm-hmm. but you know none of us are perfect. So we are all in there, imperfect, trying to reach perfection. Right. You know, cleansing ourselves, cleansing ourselves. Yeah, constantly. Washing ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Getting our saved. You know, all the things that we think negative and feel that are not good and not um, helpful to uh, keep us healthy in our mindsets, because that's what our soul is. Our soul is our mindset. Mm-hmm. It's our imagination, you know, our conscious, our psychic, our, uh, psychic, our uh, emotions and affections. All of that is what um, we are getting saved. We're getting helped in. And um, I remember uh, you being a little boy and uh, having nightmares. And we would go in there and pray for you. And you would go to sleep. You've seen that, you know, the frogs, you remember the frogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have nightmares and, you know, his mother would go in there, his auntie would go in there and they would pray for him and he would go right on to sleep. You know, you've seen that for his, things like that for yourself. So we didn't, it wasn't so much as us, it was just your journey. And you had to experience God. Hurt is always going to be. The nurse is going to hurt your feelings. The doctors is going to hurt your feelings. The people in there, they're going to um, say things that you ain't going to like. They're going to jake your arm. But you still go back to the hospital if you're sick. And that's something that you have to get an understanding about. The hospital is where a whole lot of people are there trying to get you well. And they not well. They sell, you know, trying to help you. Trying, we all going in the same direction. You know, it's not about perfect people helping perfect people. It's about us um, taking the initiative to help each other and do the best we can. Uh, if you hold grudges, you know, against people, you'll never be able to go and do life. You have to forgive people. You have to learn how to do that. Things that you need to do is learned in the house of God. You know, things that you need to know is learned in the house of God. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, I think one thing we was talking about earlier that kind of goes with, you know, um, the part of the verse that was talking about, uh, you know, the lawlessness is increased in love for most most people will, will grow cold. I mean, it's, it's happening firsthand. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are so quick to, you know, down somebody. Or even like things like the um like we were talking about a little bit ago, the shooting mm-hmm. that happened and the, the increased shootings. Mm-hmm. You know, people are so quick to to kill people these days. That's yeah. one thing about my generation, man. They will they will I mean, they pull the trigger quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't even I don't even wanna fight no more, mm-hmm. you know, 'cause I mean your life is mm-hmm. your life you is know. on the line. You don't you don't know. It it might not even be who you fighting, it might be their friend and they shoot you. I don't stuff. think people fight no more. Nah, they, they really don't. When I think they, they used to fight, we used to fight, uh, have fights in school, and my children had fights in school. Yeah. I don't remember no guns being in school. Oh, 
No, people will fight and then y'all might fight and be done with it yeah, and they come back, up. come back and kill you or, mm-hmm. or or something like that. But yeah, now, now that's what they do. But back then, you know, you could fight, you could fight your best friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it'd be nothing. Y'all mm-hmm. go back down the street, walk and play. I mean, this world, man, it's it's becoming cold right before our eyes, and you, Loveless. you you gotta you gotta see it. I mean. I mean, these are things happening with with all the social social uh, media, and the you know you got YouTube, Facebook. I mean, the news. I mean, a thousand news outlets. I mean, there's no way you don't you don't see what's happening around, and you see it. You know, people in the world see it, but you need to know. You know, the Bible had has been said that these things were coming for a long time. And uh, you know, we just, we just want y'all to know that hey, you know, there's it's, it's only going to get worse. So you need to find find God while you while you have the chance. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because um, you know, not saying that you won't ever go through anything now when you find God. No, you're still going to go through things. Right. But you you have you have the greatest asset on your side now. You know, you have God on your side. You can get through those trials and tribulations when you when you have him you know he's someone you can talk to you know and and have comfort in a tough time and at the end of it all you know you you receive the the ultimate gift and that's eternal life i mean i mean that's that's what i'm you know wanting to do i know i'm not perfect but i know you know i I believe in god and i and i know that heaven is real and that's that's where i want to be and um Especially with these times, I mean, the times we have coming ahead, if you don't have them, it's going to be. I feel like the Lord gave us this word um, so that we can prepare. You know, that's what I love about the Lord. He gives us the opportunity to make it right. As long as you have breath in your body, you can repent. And the one thing that you are accusing others of, you just make sure you're not that way. Because... Why are you pointing a finger? Four of them are coming back at you. Don't accuse people of being some way and you are the same way. Um, Be the person that makes the difference. Okay, I don't want to be like that. So I'm not going to be like that. uh -uh. I choose to be this way because I'm looking at ugly. I see what is not good. I see what is ugly. I see what is um, how I, I don't want it done to me. So if you don't want it done to you, then don't you, if if you feel like people are doing it to you, then you be the one that don't do it to them. Because that's the key to making a better world, a one person at a time. One person at a time. If, If I get up in the morning and I choose to do good all day long, then I've made a difference of, um, positive energy into the atmosphere. And if we can get 10 people to think the same way, then think about the 10 uh, parts of the atmosphere that is charged with goodness, is charged with positivity, is uplifting and encouraging and building, helping one another. Um, I love this family. I love y'all because we grew up together and we became very, very close all my sisters and my brothers and my nieces and nephews and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, we're all close. And I love the fact that um, we learn how to help one another early. Right. 
you know, how to be uh, the kind of person that people want to be around. You right. know, we learn how to encourage people, you know, that are down on their they day or moment, having a moment. We, we learn that because we learn what happened to us, how uh, we were done, and we decided as a family we ain't going to be that way. You know, we teach, we taught y'all to treat people the way you want to be treated. And I love that about um, the generation because one generation teaches the next generation and the next generation teaches the next generation and the next generation teaches the next generation. And then you got a whole generation of people who have changed uh, a whole part of a, of a, of a family from where they was to where they at now. So that's what I love. When I look at my family, my sisters and my brothers and my, my uh, children, and uh, when I look at um, my grandchildren, and, and I see that they listened to the positive energy that was spoken into them, and they took heed. And that's what we are supposed to do. We're supposed to teach every generation uh, how to do what um, they should do to others, right. how they should be in the atmosphere, in on their jobs, in their school, you know, how they should treat uh, one another. And we try to exemplify that with our family. You know, we love our family. No matter where they at, we are very, very close. And I thank God for that. And, you know, I really do. I thank God for that because it is important to be able to see generations. And that's what we're doing now. We're bridging the gaps, you know, between this generation and your generation, showing that it's not really a big difference of because you learn some things from your mother right. and your mother learned some things from me and your um, father and your um, mother and your grandmother and grandfather and, you know, your great-grandmother and great-grandfather. It just went on down generation, generation, generation. And that's how it really is uh, about bridging the gap, you know, between the generations. Even though you are in this time, you still decided to do what was right, right. no matter what. Right. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's what all of, you know, the listeners that are my age, you know, I, I challenge y'all to do that, you know, um, bridge the gap between two generations. We, you know, we don't have to be rebellious to everything from the previous generation. You know, I see it a lot with, with my people, you know, they want to, we run to we want to rebel against, you know, everything that grandmama did or mm -hmm. that mama did because, you know, well, this part of it was wrong and this, okay, maybe, maybe certain parts of it wasn't the best, mm -hmm. you know, the best just perfect that part or, or, you know, clean up what they did wrong, take what they did good and combine it, you know, and as the generation goes on, you know, we, it only gets better. We only get smarter. We only get kinder mm -hmm. to each other. I right. think that's, that's how you, that's the right way to bridge the gap is take, take the good, erase the bad and replace it with your good. Each generation is always going to do something wrong. I will say that. I mean, Everybody made mistakes, you know, everybody, there was a, there was a messed up, 
you know point where you where you know you know hey, I did wrong then or whatever, and I don't want you to do that. You know um, that that's what we have to do. Just continue to to get better when we're bridging the gap, and um, that's that's what'll change not just a generation but a, a world. I think you know it. That's what's world changing. You know, constantly get better day by day, you know, generation by generation, pass along something positive, you know, let that generation know, hey, I feel like I messed up when I did this, you know, you really don't know how much um, relief that, that, that'll that be for somebody saying, hey, I remember I, I was doing this or I did this and um, I know it wasn't the right thing right. now, now, you right. know, mm-hmm. give, give, you know, that, that'll help, that'll help people out um, a lot, you know, a lot of people hold grudges because of things that happened when they were young Mm -hmm. and it it really molds the person that they are now. So, you know, well, you know, like we was talking earlier about Noel, Mm -hmm. you know, I uh, was telling you, I think I was more abusive (laughs) (laughs) because y'all know how to intelligently talk to your child. Right. But with us, we knew how to hit you. Right. That was our that was our talk. Uh, <laughs> that was, our, that uh, was our talk. It was very um quick. Mm-hmm. You know, your hand did it, your mouth said it, you got hit on the hand, you got smacked in the mouth. If your mouth was talking back, your mouth got smacked. <laughs> you had a big old lip. <laughs> uh, and you walked around with a big old lip and yep. the teacher said, Yeah, you was talking back with uh-huh. you know, now we go to jail. Oh yeah, so it's, it's, a it's a different. It's a whole different thing. And before the whole neighborhood watched, <laughs> you know, yeah. you could go outside and stay all day. You used to go to the store and um, get stuff and bring it back home in the dark. I none of my grandchildren would be able to go to the store until they grown, <laughs> because I do not, um, I don't let them anymore because it's a whole different world. That we living in, people are snatching children, you know, up in their vans and cars, and and um, they are um, abusive to the children. But we thought I told them, I you remember I told you, I think I abused y'all because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I she, hit you, you a lot. I, I I'll say this though, these kids now they need some whoopings. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You need, hey, you need a balance for real. I'm not saying. <laughs> Go out there and beat your kid by any means. I'm not going to beat mine. But she will. She has been popped in the butt plenty of times, yeah. and she will continue to get popped in the butt plenty of times. But I'm not going to jump straight to, to hitting her because, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a parent, you want to give your kid understanding mm-hmm. first. And then when they understand and they still do, and it's like, okay, it's the consequence, butt pop, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, when, um, when they get older, I, I mean, I think an easy punishment is going to be, you know, taking cell phones. Kids can't even live without their cell phones now. So taking cell phones, TV time, tablet time, or whatever like that. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think I got whooped so much that <laughs> <laughs> that I, I'm i I'm passing down some butt whoopings. <laughs> You're going to get some of these butt whoopings I got. Hey, you going to learn. You're going to learn like I learned. Hey. You, you you do it when you know you're not supposed to do it. It's consequences and repercussions, just yeah. like I get it. And, and be lucky that I'm I'm giving you these you know 
I'm telling you twice, three times, because it wasn't no twice. I'm telling twice nothing about nothing. It was pop. You should have known anyway. Don't even do it. Pop. Get up. I done pop. told you something, something, something. Yeah. Something. Why I got to pop? Quit, quit talking back. You better go do it. Go out there. Go take the trash out. Why I got to take the pop? Hey. Y'all, y'all lucky. Y'all really lucky. But, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm thankful for all my whoopings. Yeah. But I know everybody's different. Some people are more sensitive. It mm-hmm. it affects them. They feel abused. I understand. You know, your mental state can be different. It wasn't for everybody. But right. I think that's why you have to adjust. You know, if you see these whoopings is affecting your kid negatively or whatever, then do something else. You know, that's not the only way. It's not one way to parent um, or whatever. But um, I do believe in consequences and repercussions. So mine gonna get her butt pop. I don't care what nobody say. She's 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 getting a butt pop. She's gonna be respectful. It's yes ma'am, no ma'am, all them things. Amen. I'm taking from you know my mama's generation yeah. and your generation. They coming because I don't I don't see it now. The respect, mm-hmm. adult respect and stuff is slipping away. But mine's hey, she she's gonna have it. If she ain't gonna have it, that booty gonna be hurting. Mm-hmm. I promise. But um, but um. That is all the time I think we have um, for t- for today. We ain't gonna keep y'all too long. Um, we we thank y'all again for for listening to us. We hope you learned, and if you didn't learn, we hope your spirit was lifted again. And before you go, we want you to know: if no one loves you, we love you because God loves you. Always choose kindness. Peace.